Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash Applause. The time is 10-ish? Well, it's technically 11-ish now, but still welcome to twitch.tv forward slash Applause. My name is Graham Day, and this man is Sonic the Hedgehog, and next to him is Bibi. I'll read. Morning. I'll read. Yes. Good morning. How is sweaty old Manchester Shire for you too? Today. Actually, not that bad in this room. Um, I actually closed my curtains and my blinds last night, so the sun didn't necessarily come into my room and warm everything up. I don't know if anybody's seen my new setup pictures, but everything in my room, my desk, my obviously my soundproof on the wall, the cabinets behind me, everything is black. So I don't know if that's having like a reflective uh, impact in my room as to keep it warmer when I've got the curtains open. But anyway, I've opened the curtains but left the blinds shut, and it does feel significantly cooler in here today. So that could be the play going forward. It'll actually, it's actually the opposite of reflective, a little bit of a light science for you here. Um, the reason you see uh, black is because black absorbs light. So basically that surface is absorbing all of the light and all of the heat energy. So yeah, that will be absorbing the heat and locking it in your room. So yeah, rather than reflecting it around the room, it just absorbs it and holds it in the room. Same thing, but slightly different. But there you go, science lesson over. Uh, Graham Day has... Just suddenly recall a science lesson from in high school. Yeah! <laughs> Learning with Graham. You learn it here live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, if you're How in the you chat, please feel free to say hello this morning. Uh, I'm warm. I'm warm. I have my two fans on. I have shorts on, no socks, and uh, a sports shirt. And once again, wearing my Pez Garuda, my Pez League Indonesia shirt, gifted to us by the, uh, the lovely people uh, from Pez League Indonesia, my Embola, for one. What a guy, what a guy. Um, so yeah, uh, wearing that because it's nice, it's stylish, and it's cool as well. So there's that too. Plus, I'm half, well, I say halfway, I've just cracked open a Starbucks cold frappuccino as well. So cold coffees, yeah. cold coffees to start the morning. I mean, I would have tucked in to another muscle moose, um, but I'm saving those for pre-workouts. So I tried, uh, exclamation mark, muscle moose, for those of you that don't know, by the way, we are now powered by muscle moose, so you can get 25% off by using our code. Um, but yeah, I tried the uh, the blue raspberry first. I tried uh, the berry flavour yesterday. I pulled my mic down a little bit so it gets a little louder. Uh, I tried the berry flavour yesterday. Um, and that one tastes like cherry egg. It's phenomenal. So that was my new favourite. That's user, <laughs> user the blue one. Uh, I've then got apple, which I predict will be my favourite. Um, might not be, but we'll see that. Yep. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of things to mention before we do jump in. Um, yesterday we should have had a Masters of the League episode, but my uh, interwebs was absolute dog shit. Uh, for those that may not have seen it, um, when we do Masters of the League, I connect to Bibby's PC using Parsec. I stream out onto uh, the internet using uh, obviously Streamlabs. I connect to Bibi using Discord audio and I connect to Bibi using Skype video. We have to have an, an amalgamation of all of that stuff so you don't get noise repetition coming through Parsec and things like that. Um, anyway, long story short, those four things happening connection-wise on my PC um, is usually fine. Uh, when you've got 80 meg mm -hmm. broadband, that should be plenty. Um, but yesterday my internet was at, at like 19, 20 meg um, peaking and looking at it today, I'm on 21 22 23 24 it's, it's it started low but it's going up but I'm, I'm at 27 28 meg so it's still not high anyway the the, re the reason i'm saying all of this is we postponed yesterday's masters of the league um we say we postponed it's going to be just just flat out 
cancelled unless we do an ad hoc stream on Sunday, which uh, we did mention. Uh, Bibby said he was open to it. I'm definitely open to it, but we'll have to see um, if we do get that uh, scheduled in or not. Um, that has a knock-on effect, though. Um, there will be no Masters of the League today. We're not moving it to today. Um, but tomorrow, we're just going to cancel all content for two reasons. One, uh, because Masters of the League, if my internet's still being as shit as it is, just won't work. And two, it's hot as balls. So there will be no content on the channel, uh, apart from ad hoc stuff, none of the scheduled content. <laughs> so there'll be no scoop. There will be no um, Masters of the League tomorrow. So those are both... Uh, postponed we could have extra content on the weekend uh maybe something later on in the evening tomorrow who knows who knows um but the the stuff that's usually scheduled uh we are we are removing uh from the schedule tomorrow so we can all sweat together yeah yeah so changes to this week's agenda um but yeah that's it that's it that's it um other than that should we get stuck into some news let's get stuck into the chat lfc carson says morning lights i'll read i'll read pet uh asim says top of the morning to you uh, I'll read, I'll read, Mr. Tassim Anvia. How is everyone doing today? How are you guys doing? Hey! <laughs> Mr. Tharian Drake, dropping a party of nine in. Thank you very much for the raid, dude. Much appreciated. How is everyone doing from Tharian Drake stream? Have you been playing... Con is it, is it, I keep saying the name wrong. Is it Conqueror's Blade? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Every morning, isn't it? <laughs> I know. He'll come in and say, "No, it's da da da." <laughs> I usually get close, if not right, but I just, I, I just can't. It's just not resonating. It just, it, the name just like literally. I've said this a million times before. When I'm on stream, I, I, I'm okay at being uh, the host or okay at playing a video game. The two together, I start to to get a bit weaker. I mean, obviously, it's a skill that you develop over time anyway. Um, but yeah. it's multitasking, and I am shit at multitasking. So, so trying to do a stream, I'm playing a game, and I'm having a conversation with Thorin Drake. I'm trying to remember the name of the game. It often just goes <laughs> <laughs> straight out the other side. So, so yes, yes, it is. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Knowledge retained. Two, two. Have you seen the two little small pieces of football news this morning? I know this is like way away from it. But apparently United are in talks to sign Ansu Fati. Really? You know that? I did not yeah. know that. Like United have made fresh approach for Barcelona wonder kid Ansu Fati, according to reports in Spain. This is on Sky Sports Transfer Centre. And also, uh, Dybala has been put up for sale by Juve. Uh, these sound like the bullshit stories that you get when no one's got any news. I'm... <laughs> yeah! Ansu Fati. I mean, I hate the phrase, the next Messi, the next Messi, the next Messi, because nobody's the next Messi until they're the next Messi. Everyone's the next Messi until they aren't. I mean, even uh, Paolo Dybala was the next Messi, and, and so many other people have been next Messi. Even Joe Lolle, who used to play for Huddersfield Town, still plays in the Championship. Although, did he just get promoted? I can't remember. Anyway, he was the next Messi kind of thing. Um, so, so yeah. Um, I hate that sort of stuff. They're switching their focus from Jadon Sancho to Real Madrid star Vinicius Jr., but could face competition from Chelsea and Arsenal. This is in the Sky Sports Transfer Centre, but it's also under like the Daily Star, the Guardian, the Daily Telegraph. So it's whatever fucking narrative the newspapers want to spill. Well, the Ansu Fati stuff, I mean, I know young starlets can leave Barcelona's uh, La Masia uh, and go elsewhere, but he's left La Masia, joined the professional team. Uh, the first team, should I say, and has had an amazing first season. But unless he was an absolute money merchant or a lifelong United fan, there is no reason for him to believe in Barcelona. None. Especially with Messi having 
best three years left as a professional footballer, which is horrendous to think. Um, uh, maybe even less, maybe one year, and, and Messi could be uh, leaving Barcelona. Uh, but but when you've got that that kind of player around you, he's not going to leave. He's not going to leave. And I like Vinicius Jr. I really do. I think he's going to be... Uh, an amazing player going forward, but Vinicius Junior isn't fit. I mean, Real Madrid fans will stab me here, but he isn't fit to lace Jadon Sancho's boots. Jadon Sancho has much more prestige already under his belt than what Vinicius Junior has in terms of what he's done um, on what what at uh, Bundesliga level and and just put any any time he's pretty much won a Dortmund shirt. Yeah, not not so much uh, at international level oh he has looked okay for England too but he has looked more consistently better so if, if the conversation has switched from Sancho to Vinicius Junior that is a, that's going from shirt signing uh, a shirt selling player that can play well to just a shirt selling player that might play well not that not that I'm saying I do really like Vinicius Junior I do think he will be really good but he's not proven and that would be a United signing through through hey this guy's potentially good uh, yeah but we don't need potentially we need actually good right now because we need to be good now we don't need to potentially be good in a few years time because we never get there we need to be good now uh, so yeah Ansu Fati bullshit he's never leaving Barcelona right now not whatever this happening I mean they, they, they would be daft to let him go and he would be daft to want to yeah. go uh, even to United uh, it it makes sense for him to stay there. Uh, Jaden Sancho, uh, I reckon we're more likely to get him than Vinicius Junior. And signing Vinicius Junior, who is uh, a money spinner sort of player from Real Madrid, would just be hundred hundred fifty million cost sort of thing. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. Sim says, also heard United in for Nico Gaetan and Wesley Snyder. <laughs> I think I think we're still <laughs> sniffing around there. Do you know what? No! My internet. Three months, he just seems to understand. Oh, one second, one second. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a big delay. Okay. Ending call. Drop out of the call as well, and then we'll jump back in again. Uh, that's that got home. I think my, my network just dropped out on him. Don't know what he said then. I don't know if you... Oh, I said don't know. You guys want to hear it as well because you're listening to the... Oh, there he is. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, what are you saying then? You said something about picture... What, what, what? I forgot now. Oh, have you seen that picture of Wesley Snyder? Like when the season... When he retired at the end of the season like two months later he was back in the stand but he had like... Mega Bella. Okay, yeah, and like his belly coming out. I mean, that is the life, isn't it? I mean, he's been looking after himself for so long. Why wouldn't he want to get on the burgers? All day, all day. I mean, the thing is, though, I wouldn't be surprised if they weren't rumouring that he was going to be signing for United at that point because it was such a thing for so long. I was hyped. I remember getting hyped at getting Schneider two different seasons. I know I know it went for more than two, but there's two seasons where I thought, oh, this could be a possibility, this. <laughs> and no, no, no. Uh Aaron Drake says the drops have ended for it now, but the company was uh, pleased with how well received the community took it. Uh, now they want to look at the analytics, and they've already worked on the next drops. Nice, nice, GG mate, GG mate. So uh, for those of you that aren't aware, Aaron Drake, um, well, he does a few things. He plays games um, uh, based in the land of Canada. Uh, it's Canada, Canada, Canada. Yeah, there we go. He's a Canadian from Canada. There we go. Uh, and um, so not only does he play video games like Conqueror's Blade, uh, which he's doing as uh, I don't know if the correct term is partner. He was partnered with uh, 
the devs behind it. But anyway, long story short, he he um, had privileged access, which got drops on the game. Plus, he also does sexy emote designs. So if you do want any channel emotes, uh, partnered, there we go. If you do want any channel uh, sexy emotes, or if you just want a chill stream to go and sit somewhere um, and watch someone uh, do their craft on stream, then, then go give Tharian Drake a follow. Uh, do you know what? I don't know if my Streamlabs chat yeah. is open. Uh, it's not open. I was, I was gonna give you an in chat, uh, in chat, in chat. Nobody wants that. An in, 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 an in chat, <laughs> an in chat shout out. But uh, my chatbot isn't alive because uh, I had to do a full Windows update yesterday, which which killed everything. That's that'll be why my audio source has changed on on Discord before I went live. I had a big Windows update. Uh, but yeah, I love you guys. No worries. No worries, no worries. Oh, it's working. Hey, it's just, just literally as soon as it popped up, you press that one. So, uh, boom. Hey, Conqueror's Blade. Ow, oh, see, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> it only took me four months to get there, but nailed it. Gatekeeper TV Craig says, until Romano comes out and says anything, I'd take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah, yeah, that's kind, of, that's kind of it. It's kind of it. I mean, I hate transfer windows now because like, you go back to, I don't know, the times when, uh, what? how many years ago was it now? Was it like 10 years ago when uh, United City and whatever spent like 300 bajillion pounds on the last day of the transfer window? Um, mm -hmm. it, was some, it was something kind of along those lines. I can't remember how many years ago. But like, because people realised how much money was in it and how much um, attention was on it, you just get bullshit now. So you get the the, new, the broadsheets and the tabloids all turn into tabloids. You don't get any actual decent journalism. It's just hearsay reporting on what he said, she said, uh, she said, and they just if there's nothing doing, just make it up. Um, so all of the stories now, it's just yeah, it's the Nico Gaetan Wesley Schneider stuff that followed that, and now we're at United are going to sign. Um, okay, who's who's the top five rated players on Football Manager or Pez or FIFA? Yeah, United are going to sign all of these. Um, okay, City are going to sign. Who are the top five rated fullbacks? City like a good fullback, so give us the top. City are going to sign all of those, and, and that's pretty much it now. So, not a fan of transfer winners. That will flame! Hey, man, very nice T-shirt. Um, are you talking about me or Bib? Because if Bib's got his City shirt on, then... Uh, I'm, I've just got... No, I've just got a Jack Jones T-shirt on. Okay. Uh, if it is me, then yes, this is like I say, this is the Pez League Indonesia shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Liverpool going to sign up all the top strikers. Exactly, exactly. That's it. Uh, we'll just we'll just sign five random players. Uh, no, actually, do you know what? We'll be contesting you with strikers because we've got enough of those wingers. That's what we'll buy. Wingers. Do you know what? We need a defensive midfielder. Could sure up the defense a little bit more. Maybe have some creative midfield pace. Uh, so we've got. Someone that has the flair of matter, but with a bit of speed. No, no, we'll just buy wingers. We'll seven more lingards, please. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, enough of the football chat. So let's jump into some news. Uh, bear with me one second. There we go. Uh, so you will have seen it already. We posted the first story out on Twitter, as we usually do. At Ice Roman Plus on Twitter. Same across all social media. Actually, let me jump into the split screen. So we've got bigger bit on screen. There he is. Yeah. Okay, first news story of the day, uh, written by Tom Ivan for VGC. Only owners of Control's £30 Ultimate Edition will get a free next-gen upgrade. Remedy confirms current owners are not included in upgrade promotion. Do you know what? I wondered when this would happen, and I wondered who would be first with this, because I'll just take it off screen again. So, so 
obviously Microsoft kind of started things off with CD Projekt and their smart delivery system. So if you buy um, Cyberpunk on the Xbox Series X, uh, One X, you will get a free upgrade on the Series X and you can play it going forward. The same thing on the PlayStation as well, I believe. Uh, and I wondered who would be the first to come against that because whilst that's a very pro-consumer message and everyone would love that, it's not necessarily a message that, that all businesses can afford. Um, and whilst Control has been hugely successful, um, it's, it's developer slash publisher isn't necessarily on the same scale as CD Projekt. Uh, anyway, let's jump back into the article. We'll, we'll, we'll jump back into that after we've gone through it, obviously. Thank you for the ice cream. Uh, ads, thank you very much for the host, dude. Welcome in. Uh, dropping an emote as well, babe. What does, that, what does that emote sound like? It says, hello. Yeah. Okay, Remedy will only offer free upgrades to the next-gen version of Control to those who purchase the newly announced Ultimate Edition, which releases later this month. It said Control Ultimate Edition uh, will include the base game plus all post-release content for £29.99 uh, when it releases on Steam on August 27th, followed by PS4, Xbox One, and the Epic Game Store on September the 10th. Digital PS5 and Xbox Series X versions will follow at the end of 2020 before physical next-gen versions arrive early in 2021. In a website Q&A, Remedy confirmed that uh, the free upgrade path to Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 version of Control is only available for Control Ultimate Edition, which means that those who purchased it previously will not be eligible. Steam's uh, release marks the first time the PC version of Control has been available outside of the Epic Games Store. Earlier this month, Remedy announced its intention to create a connected universe incorporate, incorporating Control and Alan Wake in an unannounced future game. Control's second DLC expansion. Is that or or AWE? I've still not seen that. Um, I'm going to say AWE. I've got no idea. Um, so Control's second DLC expansion, AWE, will be the first entry into the Remedy connected universe. The Finnish developer said uh, the add-on will see Alan Wake introduced into the Control story. In addition, the company is working on a future game that will also take place in the same universe. Earlier this year, the Control developer announced a publishing deal with Epic Games, which will see it release a AAA multi-platform game and a smaller scale uh, project set in the same franchise. Remedy is also working on a single-player campaign for Smilegate's Crossfire X shooter for Xbox One and codename Vanguard, a service-based multiplayer game. For over 10 years, we've had a crazy dream, creative director Sam Lake wrote on the Remedy website. The idea uh, that the tales told in some of our games will be connected to each other, a connected world of stories and events uh, with shared characters and lore. Each game is a standalone experience, but each game is a doorway into a large universe with exciting opportunities for crossover events. So basically, they're making the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Da -da -da. Yeah. So yeah, Remedy, um, and I believe, I mean, I could be wrong, uh, I believe it's developed by Remy, but Remedy and published by 505, or is it just distributed? I don't know. Either way, Either way 505 has done quite a lot of stuff. Remedy um, has made an, a phenomenal game with Control, um, but Remedy on its own, or 505 on its own, or even the two together, don't have anywhere near the same might that Xbox has obviously, or um, CD Projekt has. So CD Projekt and Ubisoft saying, yeah, yeah, uh, forward progression. You'll get the up upgraded versions of our games on the next gen absolutely free. It's fine for certain companies. But for a company that didn't expect as much success as, as, as has been had with Control, I said they didn't expect it. 
they might have done, to be fair, but I don't think anybody else would have expected Control to have been as successful as it has been or anywhere near as profitable. So a company like that getting the extra profit in um, and then realising, actually, we have another opportunity to stable... Uh, to add a, a solid foundation to our stable of games by releasing an Ultimate Edition, which gives us an upgrade for the next-gen kind of thing. Um, see, I, I don't have a problem with that. I wonder, I wonder if this will get a free pass in that or whether people will start to hate on it or whether this gives other mm. developers a free pass to start going, actually, do you know what? We're going to do a special edition that gives you uh, the next-gen for free rather than just in the one that you've got now. What are your thoughts, babe? Uh, well, and it's it's people. It's it's unfortunate the people who got in with with the game day one who actually really enjoyed it, finished it. Oh, one um, second, I'm gonna stop. Way you. before there again. It's it's proper choppy. I think it's. I don't think it's your mic. I think it's my connection again. Um, let me let me make sure I've got nothing that I can kill. Uh, yes. Epic Games Launcher is open, but not doing anything. I'll kill it anyway. I'll make sure that Steam Client Bootstrapper is open, but I'll kill it anyway. Uh, okay, give us give us yeah. words. Give us words. <laughs> All right, so I'll start again. It's 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 unfortunate that the companies who, uh, sorry, the consumers who buy this day one, who've uh, invested in it, supported the game, are usually the first per first people to eventually not get the best deal. Um, Ultimate Editions of game have been around for a long time. It's just unfortunate that this Ultimate Edition is going to be coming with the PlayStation Five. Oh, sorry, the the, the next gen version alongside it. So it basically means that if you want to play this with the next gen graphics and the I don't know one billion frames a second with all the HDR glorious textures and things like that that come along with it, you are unfortunately going to have to buy this game again. It's such a shame that they didn't get. The opportunity like this wasn't said i mean this game came out this year it's a shame that it didn't say that earlier otherwise i'm sure people would have opted to pay the extra 10 or 15 quid that it would have been at the time to be able to get this when the new console comes out i understand that maybe things wasn't uh as down the line as it probably should have been earlier on in the year because um, we still don't know when the consoles are coming out we know that uh, the xbox is coming out in november we don't know how much they're going to be we don't know much about the playstation uh, either so it's still all up in the air um so to be able to get your marketing message right at the beginning of the year is a bit difficult but to have be this close now and saying actually that game that you really like we've got some expansions coming out but if you want to play on your new console you're gonna to have to shift out another couple of quid out your pocket it's a bit shitty um if you had this game physically i'd i'd trade it in asap and get as much money as you can for it uh, and then pay the difference as and when you can See, I don't, I don't mind it that much myself. Um, I, I, if it's bigger companies, I can see um, a bit more hostility towards it. Um, but like comparing it to other media, it's like having um, a VHS copy of uh, Titanic. I don't know why that was the first film the kids find, but we'll go with it. <laughs> uh, so Titanic, and then going, well, oh, I've got a DVD player now. I want to play it in there. Um, I know it, it's it's to, it's a film, and it's exactly the same film. It looks a bit better, but why can't I play in there? Because it's a different format. Um, okay. Um, 
all right well i get that because it, it physically won't fit in it so i get that so okay fine I'll, I'll, i'm happy with that but because it's a disc and it's another disc um and software can allow people to get past that um people are naturally obviously going to be a bit angry at that it's like you can literally make this available to work to unlock things and stuff it's like yeah but to get it to unlock the thing that is unlocking requires extra development and extra resources uh for mm. it to work so if you just get that for free then we're not going to make any money for that so we might as well just not make that and just have the same standard old generation low res version uh, on the new console um so I get where it's coming from, but there is a cost and everything in, in that sort of development. Um, but yeah, see, I'm 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 not that bothered <laughs> with any of this. With 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 peripherals not going forward, with games and stuff not going forward. I I understand there is a cost to it. I know it's pro consumer, and I'm more more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> More, that's not the word, but it's kind of the same thing. I'm more judging when it comes to the bigger companies because I believe they have the ability to absorb more of that. But when it's when it's something like Control, uh, made by Remedy, and it's it's a small a uh, smaller team behind it with less resources uh, that, that that are starting out on their journey into becoming a household name, then I'm I'm less inclined to uh, to hate them for it. Then yeah. Well, the 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 other thing was. I actually just checked out it checked out i don't know why i actually thought this game it's just been the longest year of my life um it actually came out the uh, back end of last year so it's going to be nearly a year uh 27th of august yeah, it came um, out when this game came out pre um egx last year because i remember seeing it at yeah. egx well what was what i was thinking was if this game has got a season pass rather than having to buy the game again and you could have had the season pass why could they have not just bundled it in for something a little bit cheaper so if the season passes 15 quid or whatever to get the two DLCs and they could bundle it in with that 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 would that not look after your player base as well so you are still taking money from them but you're also rewarding the, the people who have supported your game from day one uh so, so if you are get so 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 give the um the free upgrade to those that have the season pass i think that's probably yeah. more, more a technical restriction more than anything i think it's having access to a specific skew so if you've got the standard edition um as opposed to the ultimate edition the ultimate edition skew will give you the unlock on the next gen whereas the, the standard edition skew won't but i'm not sure that they can put that unlock in without it being in the main game skew as opposed to the dlc skew i think i think that's how that works i could be i could be miles off of that i, I, I think that's how it works um uh ads says graphics won't be better though but they will. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 well, yeah, I imagine that would be the point, moving it over to the new console so that you get all of the, the higher resolution, the higher textures, the better frame rates. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, if, you, if you're playing it on a 1080p screen, um, then, yeah, maybe not. I mean, you'll still benefit from ray tracing and things like that. Like A lot of the stuff that has been put into control for pc won't be available on console because you can top out higher on a pc than you can on a console but a lot of the stuff that is available for your high-end pcs that stuff will be unlocked on the console so essentially that's what you're paying for if you've played it um then then and you're not that bothered about the graphics then just don't buy the ultimate edition because you will get more from it you're not going to get extra content you're just playing for a more visually 
higher fidelity immersive experience essentially that's kind of what what you're going for there uh Asim says not a big deal for me it comes with the base game and all the dlc plus ps5 xbox series x upgrades for around 30 quid it's like saying hey i own this movie on blu-ray and now you're releasing it for 10 uh, 10 pound more on 4k blu-ray i should get it for free mm. i mean i agree i agree i agree uh that's that's what is i see it for me if if companies want to give it you for free and they can afford that and they have other ways that they're going to monetize off that going forward that's fine by me um like control came out last year and and doesn't have a season pass in terms of uh a battle pass or an ongoing in-game transaction store um if 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 that came out now uh you'd kind of think okay well it would all be bundled in um but control is made by remedy which isn't a massive uh developer it's a game that came out last year. They're releasing something now to give people an option to buy in. And the people that haven't played it already, that still want to buy in, thinking, yeah, but next gen's just around the corner. They're going, okay, well, if you buy it now, you will be able to play it on your next gen if that's what you're worried about. So, um, yeah. I think they are releasing it now in that sort of sense because they're on the verge of next gen. And the skew that they're doing it with now gives people an opportunity to play in and take it forward. Whereas something that came out a year ago, why would... You, it, we didn't even know the consoles what they looked like or what they were going to be called although we kind of had an idea with PlayStation at least but but so why should a game that came out a full year ago uh, that's not uh, the console's not still coming out for another three to five months or whatever why should they be making games a year ago that will definitely be free to play with upgrades and stuff going forward that's like me saying um, okay you can buy this Big Mac now for night uh, for well cheeseburger now for 99p or whatever it is um but yeah I'm gonna add on extra stuff later on on on, on oh, fucking shit analogy that I fl- uh, flopped it up anyway a lot, the gist of what I was trying to get at is you can't just say okay I know we we did the contract and we delivered it I give you my money you gave me the game and I played through and I enjoyed it a year ago but now in the future, more stuff will be coming that I want for free as well. That's not how it works. That's not how any form of contract works. But in video games, because some people have been pro-consumer, doesn't necessarily mean that by not doing that, you're anti-consumer. It just means you are less able to deliver pro-consumer. Um, uh, Doubt it not when New Gen's first released, uh, seeing it already with FIFA, etc. Yeah, but FIFA is something different. FIFA, you're paying um, for a game that's is next gen uh it's effectively fifa is a is a game that's been made for next gen um from the ground up kind of thing not from the ground up it's probably shit for uh, phrasing control is a game that is essentially being remastered is that probably the best phrase so that's not being built from the, uh, the ground up they're not having to code everything they're just making it visually more improved it's the same way that you play metal gear solid and then you play the metal gear solid hd collection you will see that it looks better um because it runs at higher frames, you get the HD texture and stuff like that. So that will look better, 100%. Um, such a scummy way of doing next-gen upgrades. What? Uh, Asim says not... Uh, so that's Enix. Asim says not scummy at all. Uh, the Deluxe Edition users who bought the game with the Season Pass have to pay for the version with the Season Pass and the game again to get the next-gen upgrade. Uh, you bought... Yeah, but you bought a game on... on an old gen and you want to work you want it to work in a new gen that's like buying an exhaust for your nissan skyline and then they release a new nissan skyline and your exhaust doesn't fit it well you you bought it for something on the old gen you didn't buy the new gen it's it's 
Uh, hey, I bought the United shirt last year and five years running, so I should get the new one for free. Exactly. I mean, it's the same sort of thing. I mean, it's not scummy at all. I mean, I think scummy is a harsh, harsh way of, of putting it. It's They offered um, a deluxe edition, which give discounts. By saying, by saying that they've offered a deluxe edition, that's not a negative. A deluxe edition that gives people the season pass, they, they get the game and the season pass and everything at a discounted price than just buying the game and the season pass separately. So they're giving people an option to buy it. And then now there's another option in there. The another option is next generation. So they've gone, okay, well, we'll give people another way of buying with discount. If you, you don't have to buy the standard version and then the deluxe version and then the ultimate version, just don't buy any version. I mean, it's, it's all, all choice, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's, um, well, Asim says we have this weird sense of entitlement as gamers. Other mediums and industries don't have it. Most, not all, uh, gamers think they're entitled to free upgrades here. Uh, so down the line, uh, just because they bought something originally, baffling to me. Um, and it says not like that all. Uh, Madge says it's not entitlement, but predator behavior and exploitation. It's a game uh, that isn't making good on Microsoft's upgrade path. It's Microsoft's upgrade path. Just because Microsoft, as the platform provider, have delivered. Uh, an avenue for developers to use. It's a wonderful consumer-friendly avenue, but it's something that was never, ever existed before. And someone like CD Projekt can can absorb that. And and games like Fortnite's and PUBG's and FIFA's and probably PES's can, can use that because they have in-game transactions and stuff. But something like Control, which has a set storyline and has set DLC, uh, that's not going to be able to go, yeah, fine, all right, then we'll just just throw away 30 quid. I mean, 30 quid is what it costs. 30 quid for a full game, plus the DLC add-ons and stuff, plus a next-gen upgrade. We're not talking 75 quid here. We're not talking, like, AAA pricing. We're talking 30 quid. Uh, I'm not saying 30 quid is not a lot of money. 30 quid is it's all relative. 30 quid could be the world to some people. It could be pocket change to others. But in the, in the, in relativity in terms of video games, the amount of content that you're getting there for 30 quid isn't... It's, they're not ripping your pocket out for, to do it again. Uh... So in that sense, I wouldn't necessarily say it's exploitation. Microsoft have, have offered an upgrade path for some businesses to use. If some businesses can use that, absolutely, I'm all for it. Do I want free stuff? Hell yeah, I do. Do I think that some business, a business is not taking that is the end of the world or is is scummy or, or anything like that? It's, no, that's not at all. Remedy has made a hugely successful game. What did they make before that? Somebody in the chat will probably be able to say it, and somebody in the chat is probably Googling it, but most people won't be able to tell you what Remedy made before that because they're not a big company. Could you could you make a product and sell it? Probably. Could you make a product and sell it, but then give half of it away for free? No. And it's the same thing with, with developers. You can't just make work, uh, make products and give it away. It doesn't work like that. People want stuff for free, which is understandable, but people have this... this sense that oh, do you know just because someone said that it should be free i should have it for free no microsoft aren't making the game microsoft aren't aren't balancing those books just because microsoft are given an option doesn't necessarily mean it will work for everyone mm. uh, I mean, I, I, what, what the fuck do i know i've 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 bought six copies of skyrim at varying <laughs> prices so what what the fuck if i'm in i'm in do you know what i mean it's what it's entirely up to me what i do with them want yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know if being on PC has suddenly turned me into a game company bootlicker or something, uh, but we all have a choice. We do. We have a choice. Just buy it. Don't buy it. That's the ultimate choice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's like saying watching a film. I saw this at the cinema, um, so therefore I should get the DVD for free because I've already paid for it. It's the same film. 
all right, but that's not how it works. That's it's it's a different method of deploying it. Um, uh, Asim says, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've done that one. I think fans are bitching about the game being terrible, but then we'll pre-order it at £75 for it. <laughs> uh, stop trying to excuse uh, their reasoning behind gouging customers. Who's uh, who's who's trying to excuse reasoning for ga- for gouging customers? Are you talking to us with that? Uh, because that's absolutely not what you'd call a debate. <laughs> uh, that's absolutely not. No one's gouging customers. They're, they are offering additional content that people don't have to pay. Um, it's not a next-gen only product that's coming out on PS4, Xbox, and PC, but I own the game already on PS4, so I'd have to buy another PS4 copy for next-gen. No, you would have to buy the next-gen copy for next-gen, or they w- they've now got a version that works across SKUs. If you want the PS4 copy only, if you're not gonna, if you're not bothered about playing it again, then just stick with the PS4 copy. If you want to play the next-gen version, then buy a version that works on next-gen. If you want, if you've not played it before and you want to play it on this gen and the next-gen, there is a SKU that does that for you now. Um, but like Chapa says, vote, vote with your wallets. I have no issue if the game was just next gen. The game is last gen. The game came out a year over a year ago. The game was out this time last year, essentially, uh, or maybe give or take a few days. Um, so it's it's a last gen game that they are putting work into making into a next gen game. That that doesn't come for free. Um, Magic Man would be the first to say uh, if it was scummy. It's not, though, uh, and no one is excusing anything. Uh, but the fact that they are bringing it out on the same platforms they released the game on, naming it Ultimate Edition, uh, and only giving uh, Next Gen to that version, because that's it's a, it's, it's a different edition. You, listen, listen to your words. It's on the same gen. It is on the same gen. Is it the same skew? Is it the same product? No. Does it have additional content in it? Yes. Does it unlock future content? Yes, it does. It absolutely does. Stop and break it out for a few seconds. Is it the same? You, same in capitals as you keep writing. Stop putting capitals in same or I'll block you because that's just childish. It's a fucking... It's a, it's, a, it's a debate. We're getting heated now because I can tell from the way you're writing. Same. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's different. It's it's very similar. It's very similar. And I could completely agree with what you're saying. It's very similar. It's not the same. It's different. If it was exactly the same, it'd have the same skew. Uh, it, they would literally be dragged through the mud for offering no differences. The differences are what you're paying for. And you spent more than 30 quid on games that you've had before. You spent more than 30 quid on fucking skins for games that you've had before. But then you'll get... Uh, like up in arms against the fact that someone's offering a way to get involved in the next generation. If you've got the game, do you know what? You've got the game. Fair enough. Whatever. Um, don't buy it. Just don't buy it. Don't buy it. The developers in that studio, people are saying, yeah, but we don't want developers to crunch. We want developers to get fair wages. But I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to pay for the next gen upgrade though. I mean, I want that for free. But don't overwork those developers and get all the hours out of them so that they can see that, uh, so they can't see their families and stuff. I mean, I'm just going to pay for the time. Uh, I don't want that skew because it's the same as what I've got. I mean, why buy PES 2020 when you could have just stuck with PES 2019? Because it's the same. It's not the same. It's different, but it's similar, uh, and it's the same. I mean, that's a little bit different because that's obviously actual uh, title differences. But there is differences in there. If you don't want it, don't buy it. But don't start harassing people with capital sames in the chat because you disagree with it. It's, it's, it's different. It's different. It's not the same. 
Uh, Craig says the chat is hot, hotter than it is outside. Exactly. Oh, fucking hell, we're talking about people giving you an opportunity to buy a game that you aren't forced to buy. People are losing their shit. <laughs> it's not the first time we've seen it, and it's definitely not going to be the last, to be fair. Some people just like to be angry at the fact that they have to pay for new things. It's not the same. It's a new thing. If, you, if, you, if you've got it, stick with it. If you don't want the next-gen upgrades, then don't pay for them. It's as simple as that. Some games will give it you for free. Enjoy those ones for free. The ones that don't, don't then don't don't enjoy it for free. Um, Rockstar release re-releasing GTA Seven, which is seven years old, is more egregious than games that are from the last year or so wanting to have people pay for the extra work needed. Exactly, you've paid for GTA on the PS3, on the PS4, and the PS5. Uh, but but Control, which is made by a tiny tiny firm, in in comparison to Take Two, um, wanting to do something where they can offer their game at its full visual fidelity that they can achieve uh, on consoles and getting their pay for doing it. They're the, they're the bad ones. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when bands release the same album, Deluxe... Oh, oh, chat's, chat's popping. That's, that's popping. It's like when bands release the same album, Deluxe Edition, to be played on the same CD player you already own. Ah, it's coming again. <laughs> uh, uh, but it has new songs or a B-side live performance. Yeah, you have to buy the new version again. People don't work for free. Spot on, says Asim. Uh, if you don't want it, don't buy it. Exactly. And, and and the Rockstar case is only egregious because we're hungry for a new game. But the CD example is 100% right. Excuse me. I own seven, copy, uh, seven copies of the same Streetlight Manifesto album because of vinyl pressings and signed copies and CDs and tapes and everything because I wanted to support the creators. But they're offering different things with each release. Uh, Asim says, on the flip side, people are lauding Konami pairs for charging £25, what is essentially a roster update with some gameplay changes. Not that I have an issue with it, just saying example of double standards i mean i've seen people uh, criticizing that as well i mean you're entirely open to your opinions but but by telling people like incorrect facts like like it is a fact it's the same game it's not that is incorrect by by simplifying it to the point that you are doing you are turning fact into fiction by saying it's the same it's essentially the same no essentially means Pretty much, you are saying you essentially is grey area that you're turning into black and white by saying it's the same. It's not. There is differences in there. Uh, uh, Enix says, "Well, that's content, not visual changes. Visual change to me is not new content or worth worth charging for. You're not. It's that visual change. So, so you as an as a as a lighting artist, that's a visual change. Do if you were a lighting artist in video games, is your salary not worth being paid?" Because it's only visual content. It's visual changes, not content. That visual change. You work on lighting. You're a ray tracing expert. That's a visual change. Do you not do you not qualify for a salary? Because I mean, that's kind of needed to be paid for for that change to happen. Uh, what about what about um, level artists, environment artists that probably need to redo textures because they're only at 1080p, not 4K. So they have to make them four times the size for them to fit into the same environments kind of thing without them being blurry. Do they not get any wages? Because that kind of is a visual change. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, but it's flawed. That's what I'm saying. The point is, it's just a visual change. Just a visual change is a big thing if you have to put that together. That's like me asking you uh, to draw me a picture, but no, just make it be like Da Vinci-esque quality, not not just your quality. Make it look like a, a Picasso, like of that. I mean, when I say look like, I mean be as as good as artistically, critically, everything. Yeah, but that's that's requires skill and and time and and yeah, no, exactly, exactly, doesn't it? Yeah, okay. Uh, 
but it costs money on dev time to make visual changes. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's part of a new product, yes, but because it, it's a new product with visual changes on content. That visual change and that there's technical changes. If you put your PS3 game into... Uh, do you know what? Because they're PS4, actually. Uh, if you put a, a PS3 game into a PS4 or a PS3 game into an Xbox, does it work? No, because it's different. It's a different system. You have to... For, to make that work, you'd have to have someone that, that connects the dots, makes the X button on your PS3, do the X button on the PS4, and the same from the PS4 to the PS5. There's, there's coding changes and things that need to happen in there, probably not that much from PS4 to PS5, but that stuff needs to be done. Someone has to do that. And if you've got the game already, then, yeah, I, I, I see why you'd be pissed off. You're like, well, I've already got it. Why don't I get it? Because you bought it a year ago when it wasn't a thing. Uh, no, the words um, smart delivery didn't exist a year ago. The words smart delivery didn't exist when they announced the Xbox in December. Um so you can't hate a company for delivering products previously before smart delivery even existed and then being told, actually, do you know what? You need to factor in the fact that people want to be able to play this on the next gen um, on the same SKU without your forecasted profits. I know you're only a small company and you forecasted to sell this many products, this many deluxe products, and then um, sell this many on the next gen. But actually, you realize that now the smart delivery stuff, you've probably changed your delivery for the next gen to have Ultimate Edition, which comes out now, and next gen. So, so they've probably adapted their plans to factor in forward progress with the Ultimate Edition uh, because of that. But when all of that came out, their SKUs and their forecasts won't have been built on that because nobody knew about that then. Um, but when it's literally the same game with the RTX added on, but the RTX, the RTX is locked behind an Ultimate Edition. Uh, so because you didn't pay for it, you should get it. If you, if you go to McDonald's and pay for a medium meal and other people have paid for their large meal, which comes with extras, should you get it because you paid for the foundation of the meal? No, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> No, no one has a problem with Tony Hawk Pro Skater being remastered as the same game rebuilt, probably because Tony is sick, but that's a double standard. Well, that is true. Uh, especially as a smaller studio. Uh, uh, should DVD Blu-ray director's uh, cut be free too then? Same movie, but just few changes, additions they've already filmed and had done. Uh, but that game uh, wasn't made on this gen. Uh, it's all PS1, so it's new. Yeah, it wasn't made on this gen. You, you literally flawed your own argument there. But that game wasn't made on this gen. It's all PS1, so new content uh, rides on nostalgia new skits. Okay, this game wasn't made on the next gen. It won't play natively. Something will need to be done to make it play. You can't just put a disc in. Someone needs to develop that. It's literally the same, it's the same, same point. It's the same point. Uh... By the way, loving to be safe, Wallace. Yeah, I mean, it's something I keep seeing him grin and then just kind of like sit back, look at him, chin on his. Mm, mm. Uh, but did you pay for the product before on a console you already owned that you could have already kept and just played on that? Yeah, exactly. But you could just play the same game here without paying for the new version next time. No one's forcing you to throw out your current J console in every game. Uh, uh, just play the game without the RTX uh, if you already bought it once. I think one thing we've all learned today is that Enix is a cheapskate. Uh, it. Uh, it Want to say that again, Rock Pie? Ooh, <laughs> fighting talk. He's, he's not a cheapskate, to be fair. Um, Jordan is is quite good at throwing his money around in terms of buying the games that he supports, buying content in game that he supports, dropping gifted subs on this channel. There you go. He's second in the all time gifted subs. So he's not he's not a cheapskate. I see what you're saying. I mean, it does come across in, in that way. Yeah, I, I know you're just messing. I'm just I'm just obviously um, trying to keep balance in it, kind of thing. Here. He's not a cheapskate. He does fight for what he believes in. Um, which is which is admirable. The fact that he believes that these 
businesses are scummy in their practices and will st stand up for that is admirable for himself. Doesn't necessarily mean that we have to agree with his beliefs. And that's the point is we can get heated and we have been heated many times in the past in this chat. The fact that we can do that and still respect other people's uh, opinions, that's kind of what makes this good. Um, but yeah, um, he's a massive cheapskate. It's proper cheaper. Cheap, 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 cheap. Mm. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. It, 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 he has his beliefs, uh, which is wonderful because if he, if he didn't have that belief, we wouldn't be getting heated in this chat. And if we wouldn't be getting heated, we wouldn't all be chipping in and having a conversation. It's that heated stuff that makes people's opinions be challenged. There's nothing wrong with having an opinion and there's nothing wrong with having your opinion change. You, the, the thing with your opinion is... If, if it, 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 yeah. it changed, if you think it needs to be changed, it doesn't have to be yeah, changed. exactly. That's what I was getting at. If it's, it's your opinion, the thing with your opinion is it can be whatever you want it to be. It can be A all the way through, or it can be A and then change to B. Um, and that that's the thing. Or it could change back to A again, or it could go to C. Fechnos, your opinion is your opinion, and it can be whatever it needs to be to, for you at that point in time. If you believe it's scummy, then you are well within your rights. My opinion is different. Uh, just because my opinion is different doesn't mean that we can't agree to disagree or we can't get along. If you have a different opinion, you can't get along with someone, then you're not you're not really welcome on the internet because because there is a fuckload of opinions on the internet. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Reconami and uh, Pest Twenty One. I've certainly spoken against the decision of theirs. Uh, says Madge. Uh, if you're using that analogy, if Metal Gear Solid 1 came on PS5 with full upgrades, you would pay for it because there's a huge generational leap. It feels like a brand new product. If Metal Gear Solid 5 came out on PS5 with only RTX, uh, is it worth charging your customers £40, especially when the game is only a gen old? Uh, see, what you are doing there is assuming uh, when you assume subjective change isn't valuable. So the subjective changes, your subjection is saying that the change from Metal Gear Solid 1 to PS5 is value, your subjective opinion is that the change from PS4 to PS5 isn't. That's subjective. That's what. That's where the opinion comes from. It's all based on your individual relativity. Uh, if you think that subjective opinion is worth it, boom. If you don't, then also boom. Just don't pay you 30 quid. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. That's it. It's subjective. If if you think going from Metal Gear Solid 1 to PS5 is, is, is worth it, um, then... The same logic means that people th could assume that going from PS4 to PS5 is worth it. It just depends what you uh, deem as worth. Um, if you don't feel it's worth it, then the option there is to not pay for it. It's as simple as that. Um, uh, hey, guys, give Enix a break. You're still getting over the hill of news from yesterday. <laughs> Glad it's delayed. To be fair, I did say that. I did say, um, I was fighting Enix Corner on that yesterday, saying that he did say that he'd be glad it's delayed because when we were watching the, uh, the game showcase, he was on it live with us and... He was the first to say he wasn't particularly happy. He could see, see things popping and stuff. I was just baffled by the flashy, flashy gunplay. Whereas he was, he was knowing what he was looking for as a Halo player, and he could see, yeah, textures look bad, distance looks blah, blah, blah. blah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I would personally play, uh, personally pay for it despite owning it on PS One, but I, I'd be happy uh, to so people could be paid for their labour. And then rolls the dice with Simon Pegg from Shaun of the Dead. Oh no, it's Lemmy again. Sorry. Okay, uh, it's fine. Just keep attacking. Uh, uh, who's attacking? Get over with your attacking. Uh, it's a great discussion, but I think ultimately boils down to me, uh, to we as gamers being used to certain ways and prices. Other industries. Hey, Chappers. I thought he was gonna do it. I was I'm sat there waiting for the uh, TTS to, to run through. But Chappers, thank you very much for extending the tier one. What a guy! All the way through September. 
Hallo. Ja, 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 ja. Salut. Hallo. Salut. Zum Tiero. Hi, Duke. Das, das, Numa, 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 yeah, whatever that was called. Anyway, anyway, um, it's a great description, but I think ultimately boils down to, to we as gamers being used to certain ways and prices. Other industries have been working in this way for ages. You put extra work and time into you, get paid for it. Nothing in the world is free ultimately. Like, if they were charging you £50 for it, I'd be weary, but it's the same base game, all DLC and upgrades for new consoles they've worked on for 30 quid. It's the same thing for me as getting, like, uh, the same mentality as, I can't remember what, like, I'll give you a more recent example, so I'll give you an old school example. The PlayStation Platinum. Remember you buy a PlayStation game for 50 quid, and then um, you'd get the Platinum version, which was like the 20 quid version. It's the same game, it's exactly the same, apart from it has a silver box because, to, to signify that it's cheaper. Um, with all of that stuff thrown in, uh, Dragos Dead in Tay, that's it, yes! Uh, I don't know why I said yes, so excited like that. No one's ever been that excited for Dragos Dead in Tay. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the it's the... It's that sort of mindset. The fact that everything's in it, including forward compatibility for 30 quid, that's that's the PlayStation Platinum mindset for me. Uh, getting the extras of the next-gen leap as well. Uh, especially if you're buying it so late in the day. If you've bought it already, then you've you've been it's been and gone. If you're buying it now, then you, you kind of want your value for money. And your value for money, if, if, if it's only going to last you five minutes, then surely the forward compatibility is best to be thrown in there. Um, I just thought of something, though. I know, I know we've been on this topic for like nearly 57 minutes, but you, you're buying the Ultimate Edition for the PlayStation 4, aren't you? So it's just one little bit of data. Like the, There's going to be nothing more on the on the disc than there would be on the original disc. It's just going to be a little bit of data that's been put onto the disc that when you put it in on your PlayStation 5 or whatever console, or, or yeah, on your PlayStation 5, it's going to know that that little bit of data is on there and you've bought the Ultimate Edition. It, and then up res it from there. It's a skew. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a, a number in a database. So uh when you go on to PSN, uh you will see um whatever game, standard edition, deluxe edition, collector's edition, and so on. And yeah, the yeah. skew is is essentially most of it's all the same. It's just a number in a database says this also gets access to the DLC. This also gets mm. access to the pre-ordered skins or whatever. And so that's what it is. But that's what all games are kind of fundamentally around. So yeah, most uh, to have that as a way that it's only in certain things will be having it hidden, uh, locked into the skew thing, which is kind of what I was saying yeah. earlier on. So yeah, that's what I was leading to with the like the season pass stuff. If you bought the season pass for twenty pound, then it, I, it is essentially the same thing as buying the disc version that has the exact same data on it. It's just got the little switch in there, so you could meet you can meet the consumers halfway rather than having to buy the full game again if you've already bought it buy the season pass with the little bit of data in that says upgrade or whatever, so you can meet the consumer halfway. For people who've already bought it anyway, um, I know this is kind of going against what everybody else has said, because um, like using the analogies of buying the same album 17 times, or if you are me, buying the same copy of Skyrim for different consoles six different times. But that, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, what I'm saying is not kind of, it's very similar to what Enix is saying, but yeah, I get what I get. I do get where he's coming from. I, if I if if I was going to look at it both ways, I would probably say for the consumers, bundle it in with the season pass, so you are getting something for your extra twenty quid or whatever it is. But from Remedy's standpoint, they want people to be able to back them again, and I agree with that as well. So I'm kind of I, I hate sitting on the fence when it comes to stuff because I'm very much 
I speak my mind when it comes to things, but with this, I can see both sides of the story. So I don't even know what side of the camp I've, I come in at. I feel like they could have done <clears throat> more to help the people who bought in day one and met them in the middle. And then the people who haven't played this, I've heard good things that I've been waiting for an ultimate edition with all the stuff bundled in. They can then go in for the top price range if they so wanted to. Um, John says Dragon Quest uh, 11S has new quest new, uh, characters narrative. So it's capital letters again. Fuck's sake. Worth! The upgrade, even though it's the same game on the same platform, um, you so so you once again use your subjective opinion to define value. I've just mentioned this. You you define nar uh, character narratives and quests as being worthy, but you don't define visual fidelity as being worthy. Why had why do you have a 1080p TV? Why do you not have a CRT TV? Because that has, I mean, it's cheap as feck. Uh, probably not actually for CRTs now, but get yourself a crap. Uh, TV that's got like 720p, uh, an old school flat screen kind of thing. Um, I mean, that'll be cheap, and that that has lower visual fidelity, and that's worth more because it's it's it's, it's more value. It's cheap. I mean, visual stuff doesn't. It, we all know visual is important. Um, if you don't if you don't see the worthiness in those visual upgrades, that's for you. I I have a 240 hertz monitor because I see the. Uh, having high fps and those functions as being value i i want a 4k monitor in here as well because i see value yeah. in that so if i'm paying 30 quid for a game that gives me 4k 60 fps or 2k uh, 120 fps whatever it uh, the, the things are ever going to be uh, finalized that or if they have already and i've just forgotten um i see value in that my technology is built around that so for me i see value there if you don't see it that's fine but don't tell others that it's not. If you don't see the value, great. If you see the value just being in the story and the gameplay, and you're happy to play that on a CRT TV forever, wonderful. If you see the story and being in both, so wonderful. If you just see, okay, it's an amazing story, but it's it's not 4K resolution, I'm out, fine. Some people are are audio files. If, you, if they don't have the best three uh, three grand headphones or speaker systems, or some people are visual files. If they don't have, like absolute ces just announced uh, 8k tvs and stuff they're not interested but that's all subjective it's, it's what you find appealing some people like stories so much that they will read books but not play video games also fine it just just based off of what you think is worth it 30 quid for someone that hasn't played control me that hasn't uh, got any of the dlc me and will be getting a next gen console and can take it forward me uh, 30 quid is a bargain. So, yeah, you have a different opinion as well because you come from someone that has bought all of that stuff. Um, fine, just don't buy it again. It's as simple as that. If you've had your enjoyment with it, fine. Just If you feel that dis uh, aggrieved, just don't buy it again. I'm, I'm no, all for it. No, this could have all been, uh, it could have been amended if they just put a PlayStation 5 sticker on the front of it rather than a PlayStation 4 one and paid £30 for a brand new PlayStation 5 game. Rather than having it on a PlayStation 4, PlayStation 4 front cover, and then it's saying, this is the version that will transfer over to PlayStation 5. Just say, this will come out alongside the PlayStation 5 with a PlayStation 5 case, and it's going to be £30. There's no grey area there, then. It's yeah. a PlayStation 5 game. That, and that, that's... That, that, would have been, that would have been the market employee. I tell you what, hire me. And I'll be able to market your game for you. See, that's the thing. That's less pro-consumer, but it's less argumentative uh, because you're not giving them something that they can take forward. You're just saying, well, you have to move forward or don't get it. 
Um, so it's less pro-consumer, but yeah, there's less there's less grey area there for people to, to yeah. pick apart. Um, you've already got it on the PlayStation 4. You've got a PlayStation 4 version. You can buy the season pass and get the DLC. You can buy the DLC separately if you really wanted to. But if they just said, here you go, here's your PlayStation 5 case. Here's the game. It's actually a PlayStation 4 game, but... Put all the marketing stuff on the front of it and then go, boom, day one release, £30. Yes, please. You got everything that you've got from the PlayStation 4 with better graphics, everything else, all our development time. This is going to be worth your £30. And then, boom, you can play it on your PlayStation 5. You've got all the expansions. You've got all your high resolutions, your RTXs, your HDRs, all the little pretty 60 frames and all that shit. Boom, there's no gray area. There is no line for you to be able to, to blur. It's a PlayStation 5 game. How about it? Uh, then I wouldn't have been bothered about buying six copies of it because that's exactly what I've ended up doing with Skyrim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remedy, I'm more than entitled to having worked on this uh, Ultimate Edition and its upgrades for PS5, Xbox Series X, charge for it. Dev time is not free no matter how little or large. Says Asim Chapa says, that's me, big audio file, uh, having to have the best headphones, the best amps. Madge says, although I added fuel to the fire, in the interest of the show, can we put a pin in this and move on to another article if there is one? There is, there is more articles, um, but there's nothing wrong with having a lengthy discussion. That's, that's the idea of, of the scoop, is to have... Uh, stories that we feel passionate enough to talk about i mean we've still we've held a steady 20 viewers throughout so some people are clearly liking um the heated debate and that's the point is is the debate side of it is where we get to have more personality because if not it just becomes five o'clock news or whatever where we tell you the story you listen and go great and then we move on kind of thing so yeah we will move on though um but yeah there's nothing wrong with with a heated debate it's good it's good if there was no dev time at all i'd agree so that's him uh Enix says, what, uh, what I said, if it was P PS5 only, that's fine, but shouldn't out people already bought it on PS4 with DLC? Well, well, think of it as this. It is PS5 only, uh, but it gets some PS4 stuff in it as well. <laughs> it's just... yeah, that, that's it. That's it, yeah. Uh, uh, man who works in marketing. Shouts about marketing, says Chappers. Uh, but does that, does that stop them from getting people to buy the copy now? Exactly. If people... if if by having it now, it, some people... Uh, for, like me, I haven't played it, and I, I do want to play Control. It looks like a really good game. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about Control. Um, if for me, I wouldn't buy it now. Uh, I'd be like, okay, well, PS Five's coming out. Um, I might as well just just hold. I've got enough to to keep me yeah. busy for the PS Four anyway, or whatever. Buying it now, knowing that it moves forward, is good. It's, it might not be good for you, Jordan, and other people that have bought it and the DLC. But for me, it's really good. It is a, a, a thirty quid. Thirty quid for a game that is story wise on par with The Last of Us or whatever. Uh, and I can take it forward, mate, is a bargain. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. then, uh, final few comments then on that. Uh, they're being transparent, though. It's a PS4 game with upgrades to PS5. Plus, pretty sure there are some PlayStation guidelines around marketing such as uh, such a title as PS5. In fact, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I believe there is as well. Uh, Rockpie says, no idea how their balance is looking, at, uh, but they have staff to pay in a pandemic context. So it's way more tempting for people like me to buy 30 quid knowing it will transfer over. I'm on that, uh, that, on that bit as well. Having not bought it and not paid for it. Buying it now, knowing that I can play it on my next console, if I don't get through it on time in the PS4, because there's a lot of games I still haven't got through on my PS4, then that that's attractive for someone like me to buy it now. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you very much for the 34 bits, chappers. Much appreciated. Almost like they are targeting a certain segment of the market with this. Exactly. We all get control sometime. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's pin the control conversation uh, and let's 20, move 20 minutes forward. Uh, let's let's spend a good twenty minutes on this next story, and then twenty minutes for each of the two stories following. I mean, this is, if I'm being honest, the next story is 
boring as heck and focuses on a franchise that nobody really cares about, so you wouldn't pay to upgrade to the next gen anyway. So anyway, let's talk about Resident Evil. Mm. <laughs> I just wondered what his response was. We got, a, mm, and that was it. Uh, so the next <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Capcom indicates it's not surprised by Resident Evil 3's sales decline. The remake has so far sold significantly lower than its predecessors. Written by Andy Robinson for VGC. This goes and say Capcom. Uh, oh. Wrong bit there. Capcom has indicated it's not surprised by the sales figures for Resident Evil 3, which so far has formed well below recent series installments. As of June the 30th, Resident Evil 3 has sold some 2.7 million units after nearly three months of sales. The figure marks a significant 55% decline from Resident Evil 2's two-month launch sales of 4.2 million and a 30% decline from Resident Evil 7's two-month launch sales of 3.5 million. It's also lower than Resident Evil 6's 4.8 million launch and Resident Evil 5's 5 million launch, both in three months. However, these titles were released with more mass market action genre. Uh, according to Capcom sales data this year, it sold almost double the number of back catalogue Resident Evil titles than copies of Resident Evil 3. However, commenting in a newly re released investor Q&A held this month, uh, my mouse wasn't working, there we go. Uh, uh, Capcom has suggested that the 2020 remake sales were in line with the performance of the original PlayStation game, which itself was less popular and sold significantly less than its predecessors, including director's cut versions. With reference to sales trends for the Resident Evil 3 Nemesis as well, results have not especially deviated from our internal sales plan, the company said. Looking ahead, we will consider pricing strategies, targeting the holiday season starting in autumn and running to the end of the year. Capcom has previously described Resident Evil 3 sales as solid and as a, uh, a game released a year after its predecessor, it's likely reusing many assets. It was likely highly profitable. Resident Evil 3's launch decline could be partly credited to the coronavirus pandemic, which significantly disrupted supply chains around Resident Evil 3's April release. Uh, the title also received less favourable reviews compared to its predecessor, with a Metacritic score between 77 and 84 compared to Resident Evil 2's 89 to 93. Capcom announced this month that Resident Evil 3 series has uh, the Resident Evil series has now sold 103 million units to date. The next instalment, Resident Evil Village, was revealed during a PS5 reveal event in June. First person title planned to release on PC and next gen in 2021. Uh, final line, I'm, I'm not even going to read because they never, ever link through to the original story that we're talking about. So, um, yeah, Capcom isn't surprised by Resident Evil 3's sales decline. And do you know what? I don't think any of us could really. After um, 12 months after a hugely successful Titan, dropping another one of the same sort of mm -hmm. caliber, um, you always have a little bit of... Um, like repetition fatigue. You've just had a, a remade Resident Evil that looks amazing. Okay, now we've got a remade Resident Evil that looks amazing. A lot of people still won't have played Resident Evil 2 before Resident Evil 3 arrived. I only played it because Resident Evil 3 was arriving and Bibi forced me to play it. Um, I enjoyed it though, to be fair. Um, so, so yeah, it doesn't surprise me that it's dropped off a bit because mm -hmm. 2 was the first big remake. So that's the first. You only, you only tend to go downhill after your big crescendo. Um, but it has rejuvenized it enough to sell uh, 2.7 million units ahead of Resident Evil Village. So, I mean, I think that's kind of all you could expect, especially if, as it said in the article, a lot of the assets are the same assets that they used previously. Um, so they don't even need... Uh... Oh, there you go. There you go. It's the same content. It's, it's just the same visual content. <laughs> let's, hmm. let's leave that well, behind. <laughs> I, I knew this wasn't going to sell as well anyway. Um history repeating itself the the resident evil 3 came out 12 months after resident evil 2 did way back in like 97 98 so having these 
two games basically following the same footsteps is interesting. I know for a fact that the Metacritic score was lower um, purely because there was a few things that was missing from it. And the most notable one from the from the people who have been waiting for this game is obviously the clock tower. Not getting that included in the game um, like we did in the original ones was a massive, massive cut. Um, it was in the original games. It was a huge segment. It was a pretty iconic segment, shall we say. And that not being included in this one kind of pissed people and rubbed them up the wrong way. Um, so having a slow score like that, I knew, I knew full well that was going to put people off. If people like me had completed this game two days after it came out, um, but I, in fact, I did it in the same day, just over two streams. It wasn't a long game. It was actually shorter than the original one. And I completed this game in maybe four hours, five minutes or something. Um, so having big bits missed out uh, would have rubbed people the wrong way. So the people who might not have got into the franchise and was looking to play this one, I think actually if the people who have a hardcore and they're pissed off about it, it may not be for me. Uh, and then obviously the distribution uh, shit show that went on around the uh, around COVID, people uh, companies not being able to have people come in and buy the games or being held in warehouses on the other side of the world because they can't get them over into Europe and stuff. Obviously that would have affected it, not to the point where I think that this has put a massive amount of dent into the... I don't think they would have sold an extra 2 million copies if COVID wasn't here anyway, put it that way. Um, so yeah, I think overall it, it's not it's disappointing from my standpoint because I wanted people to play this because I know it's a good game, even though there's bits missing in there. As a hardcore player, I know it's still a very, very good game and a very enjoyable one at that. So it is disappointing, but it doesn't surprise me one bit. Uh, just comments in the chat. Uh, this game seemed good, but I guess it's more of the same. Uh, and players would have been put off by that, says Madge. And uh, now Bibby's giving the hardcore fan POV. Uh, that's true. Uh, he did. He did. He did. Uh, Asim says, pretty sure Capcom sale team would have planned for this. Just under 3 million sales. It's still good, though. It had COVID to deal with and was released alongside Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm -hmm. uh, Chappers, I mean, quoting all of the facts, rubbed people off and pissed people up the wrong way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Rockpie says, that's a faster completion time than Fast and Furious Crossroads. <laughs> God damn. Well, they, and that's they, a 50-pound game. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like almost two of the Ultimate Editions of Control right there. Um Ruffle. Well, this was priced accordingly as well, though. Don't forget, this yeah, was priced at I think it was twenty nine ninety nine, or if you wanted the deluxe one, it was thirty five pound. Uh, so it's priced accordingly. We knew what we was getting into before it even came out. I was always going to buy this, regards. I still need to buy a physical copy because I couldn't get to the shop to buy one. I had to buy it digitally. So at some point, I will be picking up a physical copy of this one as well. I will be double dipping, regardless, just for the collection and the wall behind me. Yeah. Resident Evil and Silent Hill shelf right there. <laughs> Um, anyway, let's put a pin in that. Let's move forward at pace because nobody cares about Resident Evil. Only sold 2.7 billion copies. <laughs> Why even bother me, honestly? Mm -hmm. Good game, good series. Not bad for an indie developer, was it? Yeah, it'll do, it'll do. I mean, st st <laughs> stick to Street Fighter, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, Sharif Saeed for VG247 uh, gives us our next article. It says, Microsoft considered splitting Halo Infinite into different pieces before delaying it. Uh, the decision to delay Halo Infinite was Microsoft's last resort. Uh, though the recent Halo Infinite show may not have generated the best reaction, the news of the game's delay in 20 into 2021 was shocking, to say the least. Not only was Infinite the only new first-party game confirmed for Xbox Series X launch, it was also a long-in-development project whose fans didn't think could spend even longer in development. But Microsoft ultimately decided to push back the game's release into next year, and according to Phil Spencer, it wasn't a decision leadership took lightly. Let me just start by recognising the fans and the fact that this is a bummer, Spencer said on the latest episode of Gary Witter's Animal Talking Show. Uh, as reported by Steve Ivor. It's 
is disappointing to people, it's disappointing to us. We were looking forward to the alignment of Halo Infinite and the Xbox Series X. Interestingly, Spencer, along with studio leadership, considered splitting the game into separate parts that would each ship individually at different dates, but ultimately didn't go with the option after 24 hours of deliberations. Didn't just feel to all of us like the Halo release that we would want, he said. I'll apologise to the fans because I never liked to set up expectations and then not hit them, but I also believe we're making the right decision in the long run for both Xbox and Halo and our customers, he added. Spencer also reiterated that Halo Infinite's delay does not affect Xbox Series X's target launch. Indeed, Microsoft confirmed that the console launches this November on the same day it announced Infinite's delay. When it releases, Halo Infinite's multiplayer will be free to play and run at 120 FPS on Series X. Woo! Those numbers, though. Those numbers. 120 FPS. Yes, please. I would uh, love to hear what anybody... I mean, I, I am a Halo fan. Not a massive one by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I do enjoy the games. I would love to know if anyone in the chat is a massive Halo fan, if they would have liked to have seen this episodically. Because I think that would have pissed people off so much if it did. Because the Chappers uh, and Enix and Asim have all uh, mentioned in the chat before that they're all uh, Halo dudes, so it'd be interesting to hear. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, having a game like this being broken down into different parts, I mean, it would just give them the opportunity to be able to say, this part's £10, that part's £7, this part's £8, this part's £9. I'll just pay £40 to get them all at them when they release. Um, but I think... I hate episodic stories. Resident Evil Revelations 2 was episodic and that pissed me off because I get to a point where I'm ready to move into the same one. Fair enough, the episodes was like three hours long, so you're getting a, a decent chunk there, but still, you get to a point where you want to move into the next part and you can't, you have to wait for them to release it, or you buy the game in its entirety when it comes out. I don't, I don't like the episodic stuff. I think it's a fucking waste of time, um, especially if they're, they're waiting two or three months in between to be able to release stuff because you forget of the amount of games that you have to go through in that time um so uh, having a game like halo being broken down would i think cheapen the brand overall if that was the case yeah i agree i agree i don't I, you want blockbuster you go to the cinemas nobody goes to the cinemas to watch part one of peaky blinders and then goes back again next week you go to the cinema to watch like fucking terminator 2 judgment day and something like that something something that you can have the full story and Halo is, I mean, you're obviously not going to the cinema to play it, but it's cinematic. You don't want to sit down and go, oh, 30 minutes into Terminator 2, and he's back, and oh, oh, fuck. Okay, okay, we're stopping. Okay, we're coming back next week to, to oh, right, fine. Okay, I'm going to stop now. It's just not the same. It's not, it's not, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Episodic does have its uses. I mean, obviously, a lot of people who've played the Telltale games would have said that some of them are the, some of the best storytelling you will see. Um, yeah. Uh, so not slagging off episodic entirely with that. It's not. It's not a sweeping statement. Just saying for something like that, for something that is loud, that is big, that is the console seller, that is forty hours of some of the most gripping uh, and highly stunning gameplay that you should be sitting down to, to play. You don't want that split into five hour chunks that you go through spread out over months or weeks or whatever. Um, I don't even like my TV shows to be episodic, says Rock Pile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rather yeah. have it all in one go in a year, maybe even two, than have a Telltale game style. Uh, I mean that that understand. I understand. I mean I'm I'm not an episodic person personally, um, but some people mm. do love that kind of stuff. So uh, not an, not an episodic fan when it comes to games. I usually buy together, says Asim. I think well, it seems like we're all kind of aligned in that sort of sense here. Mm. Um, I've been away from Halo since the end of the 360 days as a console. If it needs more time, then then GG. I'm delaying it. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I, I don't I don't think 
the issue is the delay. I think the issue is the does that harm the the Series X launch because that is it mentioned within the article. Uh, the, the way they phrased it was um, not only was Infinite the only new first party game confirmed for the Xbox Series X launch. That's the thing. It's the only brand new first party Xbox made. This is our boy game and it's yeah. that's that's the issue it's not but not not saying that that's a reason for, to not delay it uh, it definitely needs delaying the issue is that there's nothing around it as well giving it that kind of same punch which is a shame because a lot was probably unfairly of, to the halo guys in 343 uh, a lot was riding on master chef's uh, shoulders uh, so yeah, um, and that's his name in it. It's Master Chef. That's what he called. Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got that I mean, what, the, the, episodic the BBC the series. The... <laughs> There's a comment at the bottom of the article that says, "You think Microsoft knows about its video game business by now? It's like they concentrated so much on the console they forgot about making any games to launch alongside it." <laughs> Interesting. Nice take. It, it, um, it but I, I'm not shitting on Microsoft at all. It just makes me laugh a little bit. Um, can I just quickly say the console war memes have been flowing basically as soon as this got announced. Genuinely, Twitter and Reddit have had a field day. Uh, they won't say, but will have an impact on Xbox Series X numbers at launch. Uh, whatever you think of Halo, it has the power to sell consoles. I, I agree. It does. It absolutely does. And I, I wouldn't have expected them to mention anything about the numbers because they've not done that for the last generation. Xbox won't mention numbers until they are comfortably sure that they are in the lead if they're in the lead they will start i mean the reason the reason the xbox 360 was named was because they didn't want to be behind in terms of numbers so they will never start talking about numbers until until they're they're well out in front so yeah uh so lloyd grossman is under the helmet uh <laughs> phrasing uh imagine he takes off the helmet it's greg wallace underneath <laughs> 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 that would be amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of Halo. I, I'm not anti-Halo. I'm just not a fan of it. Uh, if if Greg Wallace was Master Chef, Master Chief, then I would be anti-Halo because it I just rubs me up. I just I'm not a fan of Greg Wallace uh, or, or whoever that Aussie bloke is. That one, no one remembers the name. The one with the the hamster cheeks. That when he eats, it's like. Anyway, anyway, enough. We're doing MasterChef impressions. It's time to move on to our final news story of the day, uh, which is much, much less heated than our first control story, um, as it's WWE 2K Battlegrounds will feature a variety of game modes. Written by Stefan Nunley for VG247, the different game modes in WWE 2K Battlegrounds have been detailed, and they range from campaign to a challenge board. Arcade-style brawler WWE 2K Battlegrounds is out on September the 18th, and it will contain a variety of gameplay modes for all your wrestling needs. My cheeks hurt from pulling them then. Ow. Uh, you can find details on each game mode below straight from 2K Games, as well as in the trailer starring WWE's Paul Heyman. Pidge! Mr. Yeah. S. Pigeon, thank you very much for the follow. Uh, I don't know if you remember thank Pidge. You. Pigeon is the guy that absolutely melted us with the shotguns on PUBG and Karakin. I, I dropped him in his stream yesterday. And... Oh, God, yeah. I'm still... At the... <laughs> I wake up in tears every single night. It's still haunting me now. <laughs> Thank you very much for the follow, dude. Um, uh, Asim says, 2K, I know them. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how, Asim. How do you know 2K? Uh, uh, was we? Let's jump back through the article because I know Bibs has got to get off. He does have someone coming through. Uh, so you can find details on each game mode below straight from 2K Games as well as in the trailer starring WWE's Paul Heyman. So the campaign mode... Paul Heyman guy. Uh, I didn't used to be. I hated Paul Heyman. I know he was meant to be that heel character, 
But now I don't mind him. Like, looking back at it, I don't mind him. But, but then, yeah, not so much. Campaign mode. Throw down in this single-player story mode. Told through a comic art style as you uh, add to your stable of WWE superstars to overcome the next challenge. Team up with Paul Heyman and Stone Cold Steve Austin as you travel the globe in search of new superstars for an all-new WWE brand. Play as one of the seven newly created superstars, such as Bola Reynolds and Jessica Johnson, as you travel across several regions, uh, regions battling WWE superstars, achieving campaign goals, and unlocking various WWE superstars, power-ups, and items. Um, exhibition mode brawl with your friends or family watch up to four player action online or on the couch in your favourite match types including one on one tag team triple threat fatal four way steel cage match and royal Rumble. king of the battleground mode uh, battle to become the last man or woman standing as you and up to seven other players burn it down and try to toss one another out of the ring the longer you stay in the arena uh, the higher your score climbs the second you send someone flying another superstar waiting outside the ring enters the fray sounds like a royal rumble-ish kind of thing um, excuse me one second and they're back. Uh, online tournament mode. Take the action online for rewards in a variety of time-limited tournaments featuring a wide range of win conditions. Keep an eye out. You never know when a new Battlegrounds tournament might be kicking off. Uh, Battleground challenge mode. Brawl from the bottom all the way to the top. Create your own WWE superstar and overcome all the odds stacked against you. Announced in April, the game features a roster of more than 70 wrestlers with additional stars to be announced. The game will be made available on PC, PS4, Stadia, Switch. Didn't realise it was coming to Switch. Nice. And Xbox One. Do you know what? Um, I'm so fucking sad. Yeah, I'm me... so stoked for this game, man. <laughs> me like, too. We've been talking about this for the, for the longest time, and uh, I'm sure that most of you in here will know that I'm a massive advocate for WWE All-Stars. I was in love with that game. And you, you said it about all the arcade games you used to play, like In Your House and... Uh, WrestleMania and stuff like that. The old arcade games were the tits, and I'm so glad that we've got a brand new one like this. Uh, I absolutely. I mean, the fact that I, I, my, I'm start again. My worry was that it was going to be so arcade uh, and fun that there wasn't going to be substance to it. Uh, that was my worry because uh, it looked fun. I mean, lobbing people uh, at, with the rock into an alligator fuck yeah <laughs> uh, I, I think this will be amazing to play online like the multiplayer has to be fire on this it's just going to be so batshit crazy that it's going to be hilarious i can't wait i honestly can't wait i've been waiting for a game like this i mean obviously 2k have done sims with wwe for what feels like the longest time now uh, so it's obviously used before then so having sim games there i don't think there's been a proper arcade WWE game like this since All Stars, which was 2012, 2013, something like that. Something, yeah, something it like... could be, yeah, something like that. But fucking hell, man. Like, I can't wait. <laughs> so, yeah, campaign mode. So, basically, uh, story mode. Exhibitions, just playing against your friends online or offline. Um, King of the Battleground mode. Uh, become the last man or woman standing um, as you and up to seven online players burn it down to try to toss one another out of the ring. Sounds like. Um, uh, we're looking at the theme of King of the Ring meets Royal Rumble, so that sounds pretty good. Online tournaments and then the Battleground Challenge mode, which is another form of career mode kind of thing where you create a character and then go through it. There is quite a lot in there. So you've got exhibition stuff, career modes, and create character modes. I'm happy enough with that as it yeah. is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the career mode on All Stars, it, was, it, was, it felt like I was playing it forever. Like it just went on and on and on, not in a bad way. Um, it just, I didn't expect it to be that long. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, it, it's an arcade game. Do you know what I mean? You know, expecting 
uh, a gauntlet, just boom, 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 go next matchup, next matchup, next matchup. But like they had a they had a mode in there where you could fight as you had to fight as Degeneration X, and then you fight as Rage Outlaw. Yeah, it just oh, it blew it blew my tits off. So I'm, I'm hoping that this is going to do the exact same thing because I cannot wait to be able to do this. Did you just send New Age Outlaws? Do you want me to do the New Age Outlaws intro? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, you can do, mate. I'm not gonna do. You can. <laughs> I'm not gonna do. There is a clip. We'll find the clip. It's somewhere on 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 the clips where I did the uh, intro to the scoopers, the New Age Outlaws intro. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, uh, the multiplayer is the big selling point. If that's what you're looking for, you'll be happy. Just wait until you get the bib and grip connection. We're gonna be coming down to yeah. the ring. We'll have the entrance and arenas. We'll have the Titan Tron and everything. Uh, we need we need to get we need to get that, but we need to get the tag titles. <laughs> I'll have a look on Gumtree or something, but I am guaranteed to be sat here the entire stream when we get it like this. Losing because he's only got one hand on the pad, <laughs> one hand on the belt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have to put it around my neck like uh, Albert used to do. Right, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Losing because you can only see the bottom, uh, the top half of the screen because the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you with a level three helmet. Yeah, exactly. Uh... Oh, you know, says Rock Party. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone called Teddy Long because I want a tag team match against you two when it drops his chappers. <laughs> you going down? <laughs> Believe that player. Um, for that tonight, you're going one on one with the Undertaker. Believe that player. <laughs> uh, uh, I want to have the lines. Uh, what's this? When going to the top ropes and boom, shakalaka. That's WWE in your house. Uh, high risk maneuver as well. Vince McMahon just shouting out all this sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the... loop. Yep, 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 yep. Anyway, anyway, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We are done for the scoop. Thank you very much for the heated debate. Much appreciated. Uh, I like the fact that most people stuck around after the heated debate. It looks like we lost Jordan, um, which is fine because you know he's, he's a sensitive soul. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but you know what? We, we we do like a nice heated debate. We had one. What was it on previously? I think it might have been a Pez one before. Um, and it was it was interesting to have like a number of people in the chat celebrating how the fact that everyone was still here and we're all still friends after after a heated debate. I mean, just having a, an opinion doesn't mean you have to fall out with someone. That's the key thing. The scoop is all about talking about things and having heated debates is good. If anyone's listened to Drive on uh, Talk Sport or whatever, uh, oh yeah, uh, bear with me. Uh, anyone's listened to Drive on Talk Sport? Drive used to be a really good thing. <laughs> It used to be amazing. It's not now because it's it's so scripted and formulaic. Uh, uh, Goffey will be the good guy and Durham will be the bad guy and they'll both pick a side of a story and one of them will fight for good and one will fight for bad. We don't do that. Here. We fight for what we believe in and we will argue what we what we believe in and you argue what you believe in and that's the point. We don't want to create fictional stuff. Drive used to be amazing. Shit now. Hopefully we can capture some of what Drive used to be and, and, and we don't have to make Bibby start doing his best Darren Goff impression because nobody wants that. Nobody wants that at all. Nobody wants Darren Goff doing his best Darren Goff impression. You understand? <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. We will be back um, not tomorrow with The Scoop. Um, so uh, I don't know if Chap has missed it. We aren't doing Masters of the League today. We, uh, we were talking about, obviously, yesterday we were going to reshuffle Masters of the League. Um, we didn't necessarily say it was going to be today, but we may have an episode of Masters of the League on Sunday, we may. Me and Bib need to mm. see, if, see if we can sort out uh, calendars and stuff. Viable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there will be no Masters of the League or Scoop tomorrow for two reasons. Uh, one, it's hot as balls. Uh, and two, I genuinely don't feel like my internet is up for it right now. Um, I, I don't, uh, Kieran Degnan, I don't know if he's in the stream, mentioned uh, a, a trend that was going on yesterday on, on Twitter about a lot of people's 
Wi-Fi was struggling. Not that I'm on Wi-Fi, but the same thing applies because it's your uh, because of the heat. Heat essentially maxes out your electronic devices, which causes your internet to be shit. Long story short, my internet was struggling yesterday. It's not the greatest today either, so I don't think it would uh, would be done. But um, yeah, there will be no masters of the league today i will jump on with some PUBG. uh probably gonna get melted by uh mr s pigeon who's just dropped a follow in the chat once again thank you very much for that pitch yeah, uh well. um uh because he's he's better at the game than me that's simply put uh so yeah um so yeah i will be jumping into some PUBG. oh he's still here there he is i refuse to kill you <laughs> so i will be jumping on with some PUBG after this there will be no scoop tomorrow no masters of the league tomorrow nothing tomorrow unless we have any later uh, content that comes up. We'll see how mm -hmm. the day goes on. See if things cools down towards Friday evening. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it. If not, um, best thing to do, hit follow on the channel. You will get notified when we do go live and stuff. But before we disappear, Bib, is there anything mm -hmm. you want to add in? There is. Yes, there is two things that I want you guys to know. First thing, if you are a subscriber to this channel, then please, please, please join our Discord because you have the opportunity to win some fantastic stuff. Uh, I mean, we've given away codes to Rogue Company in there just for you guys being subscribers. There is there is incentives for you to be in our Discord. Um, so this uh, this month's prize is uh, a hat. I don't know if you've got your way in it, wearing it now, Graham, but we've got ice cream uploads hats. Very limited run. I think we have 15 altogether. One of them's mine, one of them's Graham, so there's 13. Um, as and when, we're, what we're going to do with them. But one of them could be yours. All you need to do is make sure that you are in our Discord. If you are subscribed, please join it because you will be missing out on something cool if you're not. Uh, the second thing is if you would like to be a part of this show, not only do you get the opportunity to have uh, your thoughts and impressions in chat, but you can also give us the stories that you want to be heard. If you have an opinion on them, then feel free to find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Loads across absolutely everything, as well as in our Discord as well. All you need to do is just drop in the link to the article, your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time on Monday morning, Mr. Graham Day? 10 a.m. Ish, 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 10 a.m. ish, 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 ish. Uh, socials links uh, are in the chat. Thank you very much for that, Madge. What a guy. What a Hero. guy. Uh, final few bits of housekeeping before we do go. Exclamation mark giveaway. Um, we are giving away a retro console. Surely you've seen it by now. Uh, we got two from back in the Kickstarter, uh, Kickstarter and we're giving one away. Kickstarter. So, Kickstarter. Kickstarkies. Uh, Kickstarkers. Um, so, yeah, if you want to buy yourself a console, you can enter for free there. You don't have to. It's just a nice bit of uh, a way for us to give back to you guys for free. Uh, and as well as that, if you do want to bag yourself something guaranteed, I mean, it will cost you a few pennies to do so, but you can save 25% of them uh, by using code ice cream 25 We are now partnered with Muscle Moose, so you can get Flatjack. You can get bars, you can get tortilla chips, you can even get mug cakes and pancakes, as well as chocolate mousses and all the rest. If you want protein, energy drinks, and stuff like that, musclemousse.co.uk, use code ICECREAM25. We don't earn any money on that. Uh, we only share that code because it's it's one just for our, our community. Obviously, other communities can use it, but they don't get all the benefits of being here like you guys do. Anyway, anyway, we are going to disappear because Bibby has people arriving. Don't know what yeah, for. TV's on the wall. Oh, TV's on the wall. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Uh, so yeah, that's it. I am going to drop off. I will jump straight back on with some PUBG. Um, so if you want to stick around, uh, tick off what day we on Thursday? Oh, new new weeklies. So we'll tick off the new weeklies and daily missions. If you want to jump into a few games as well, please feel free to let me know. I'm I'm always up for a uh, a couple of duos or some squads or whatever. So yeah, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Um, but that's it. Have yourselves a fantastic day. And until PUBG, and then after that, if you're not sticking around for PUBG, we'll see you on Monday, if not before. Till then, Steve. Stay frosty.